What's up everybody? DJ Corals, got Bob with me. Today we have a truly special guest, owner of Innovation Design Construction, Wince Lee. Wince Lee. Hey, this guy, I met this guy. I saw him getting into these heated conversations on Facebook on the Bluegrass Investors Group. <laughs> and I'll tell you, like, you know, I don't like getting into other people's drama, but he was pretty much right most of the time. I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen him wrong. <laughs> From there, I mean, we've, we've, we've become friends. Uh, like, from that, I hired him to do some work for me down in yep. Jamestown. The quality of work that he's done, and like, I still find these little things that he did that I wouldn't expect someone to do, yeah. right? And since then, his business has exploded, and we've become friends. I would agree. So, today, we're gonna talk about leadership. We're gonna talk and, about leadership, so. Uh, what it means to be a leader, what it means to become a better leader, and uh, what leadership means to all of us. So, so, welcome to Get Above the Line podcast, Wentz. Thank you for being here, man. I'm glad to be here. Welcome. So let me let me start by throwing out there one of the values of our team leadership and how we describe it in our team meetings and, and when we talk about leadership. So, we succeed through others. You will have the ability to recruit leaders, lead leaders, and strive to become the best leader possible. Leaders take 100% responsibility for all failures while normally giving the accolades of success to others. That's how we describe it with our team, right? I would so agree. This, this is how we, that's how we roll. So um, I, I pulled up some other definitions here. <laughs> so uh, the one that I wanted didn't show up on the piece of paper, but uh, Webster's now... They have, they, they have a couple different ones here. So they, the definition of leadership, the, the office or position of leadership, right? And uh, the capacity to lead and the act or instance of leadership molds individuals into a team. So those are the definitions that I thought. So what you got, man? What do I have? Yeah. So what do you think, man? What, I guess. <laughs> do we say the word leadership? What does it mean to you? You know, I think that uh, I'm old school. I've been doing this in the construction business 34, 35 years. So now I'm an old guy in this gig. And uh, even myself needs leadership from the circle that's around him. Hmm. And uh, I think it's all about the position you put yourself in. Like being in this room right now is to my benefit. I personally feel like, because there's been so much that you guys, you personally, Bob, and DJ from comedy, anyway, <laughs> have brought have brought into my life. Um, and to roll back to the story, kind of the beginning of how me and you became friends, is uh, you know we, I started looking at some properties for you to look at rehab costs. Yeah. On some flips, is how, yep. we, how we got started. Yeah. And uh, that. You ended up buying a couple properties, and uh, we did some remodels for you, and you saw how, kind of my ethic. And at that time, I was doing things much more hands-on. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Much, you know, I was on every job all the time, and I don't know whether I was enjoying it or not, but I always just felt like that was, you know, this is what I've always been meant to do. And uh, you said something to me. You asked me a question. And the question was, 
and you're provo- you're provocative like that. You like to make people think, mm-hmm. and I think that's that spun off of he that. He got mad at me about that last night, by the way. <laughs> he said, "We're not gonna play the question game. Just tell me what you're gonna. Just tell. Just tell me what you're trying to say." Anyway, but anyway, sorry. I mean, so, come on, man. <laughs> He gave me that dirty. I got dirty. I just wanted the answer. I just wanted the answer. I just wanted the answer. I don't need all. I don't want to play the rabbit hole. I would have handed you a beer if we. Okay, I'm sorry for No, you're fine, man. So you looked at me and you asked me. You know, and I'm dirty. I'm covered. You know, wearing tool belt, doing the thing. You know, and you looked at me and you asked me what would be. In your mind, what would be your perfect world if you in this career? And I went on to explain it, and I'm not going to get into it, and blah 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 blah, because it's pretty much what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's That's cool. But what one of the things you said to me, almost, I, I mean, I don't know if I go so far as to say it changed my life, but it changed the, the, my thinking mm. in minimum. And you okay. looked at me, and it's something that I never even pondered. You just said, you know, you can't do that alone, right? And it just. There was a light bulb moment, and that's, awesome. uh, that's whenever I realized that I would, in order to, to to achieve the goals that I would have to achieve, or wanted to achieve rather, that I was going to have to have a really good team. Yeah, and in order to do that, you have to be able to delegate, you know, yeah. from mm-hmm. a central position, and that just goes straight back to leadership. So there's there's so many more things involved in what I do now and what I need to think about. And the moves that I need to make than there were when I was doing it the way that I was doing it when you met. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the, in the last few years anyway, as far as leadership goes, yeah. that's what I, that's my takeaway. Right. So like for both of you guys, right? So you both have, so, so thinking about that, when it's like you got multiple projects going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you work with a lot of people. A lot of people. You work with a lot of people. A lot of people. Bob, for I mean, years. Day to day, you know. Um, Lori's behind the camera, but she can attest to it. We had to turn my ringer off and sitting in here doing this live. So this intro and it's just constant, you know, it's, you know, 50, 60 people a day. You deal with 50 to 60 people a day? 50, 60 phone calls, texts, yes, a day. A day? Every day. A day. So you've got multiple projects. I've probably got 30 people. 30 phone calls before 10 o'clock a.m. Every day? Every day. And Bob, you know, agents, right, selling 300 houses a year. Like with you guys, with you guys. Like with that, right? You got people mm-hmm. that you lead all the time. Right. Like for somebody else that's just stepping into this, that's just stepping into leadership or that wants to become a better leader, like you got any advice for them or what would you say? Like what are some of the things that you've learned in the process of getting to where you're at? Well, you know, there's two words that go together. Whenever you're in, when talking about leadership and this in this kind of subject and leadership and loyalty. Mm. You know, it's just a big one. You know, um, if you don't have that with your team, and you can't trust your team, you know, and that goes both ways. You know, your team's going to trip up sometimes, and they're going to they're going to fall in a hole. And at that point in time, that that's where that loyalty comes in. It's going to cost you money as the leader of the gig. You know what I'm saying? Whenever the whenever people do you delegate it to those leads, man, those leads. Man. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> people people are going to fall in holes. Burning money. Yeah, you're going to burn money. You got to be okay with it. You got point thumbs. You got point thumbs. Yes. You got point thumbs. That's right. You gotta set, you gotta set the expectations. You gotta be crystal clear on what the expectations are. I agree. Because if you think back to all the mistakes that other people have made, whose fault is it? Whose responsibility is it? I, I mean, agree. 
making the big bucks is not easy, right? That's a, uh, it's, it's not yeah. easy. If it was, everybody would do it. Call me out making big bucks. No. <laughs> 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 Buying big boats, tag, having tag, extra the, boats sitting the around. Man might be watching. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm I, like I'm not. You talk about me, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's big, man. Dealing with other people's dealing other with people, other, other people's, people's, people's deficiencies. You know, and everybody's got them. We all got these. You know, we've all got these problems. Everybody's got. Nobody's perfect. Right. You know what I mean? And and to that. You know, that's another one of mine and your things, that there's no such thing as perfection and to strive for it is... I think about that every time I blow on leaves. Right. I, I always call them every time I blow leaves it's, at the cabin because, I mean, I blow leaves for... I mean, I haven't mowed my lawn in Lexington for probably uh, since I've lived in Lexington. I haven't had a lawnmower. I haven't owned a lawnmower in 11 right. years uh -huh. in Lexington. But at the lake, I do all my own stuff. So the leaf blower, this time of year especially, I'm spending two hours blowing leaves. Yeah. See Bob at I'm out there Bob. blowing leaves. I'm out there blowing leaves. leaves. Get out of here. Yeah. Every, time get about, every time I think <laughs> about that, that, that was something that you said uh, to me. That's something yeah. that I got from you. Yeah. It's almost every time I get done blowing leaves, I almost call them every and time. And that's a man, but it's like, circle. It's important. But if you think about that, like, if every, if I was going to get up, because I like things to look clean and crisp, every single leaf, because every time you turn around, another one fell out of the tree. Right? Like, you're going to be backtracking and circling, right. making circles the whole time, or you just push it all off. And then, if you want to go back and fix it later, so that's what you had said to me. Uh, perfection is the enemy of, or Winston <laughs> Churchill said it. Winston yeah, Churchill said it's it. Winston, first, it's Winston, Winston you Churchill. It. It's you a Winston said it better. Perfection is the enemy of good, is what yeah. I said. Right. And Winston Churchill's quote is perfection is the, is the enemy of progress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It basically means the same thing. Right, 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 right. Uh, but, you know, I mean, Get it done. Get it done. And then go back and finish. Get it done and then drop back. Yeah, That's, if you need to. If you need Most to. Most times you don't. Well, it, it just all depends on the age of your team and the people that you're delegating to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you gotta have that learning curve. There, Especially when we were first starting, you know, we need to drop back to, to lick our calf, is yeah. the way my dad used to put it, you know? Or, okay. you know, that's just yeah. one of my, my Dad's old saying, go back and lick your calf. I'd leave the door all open all the time in the house and go back and lick your calf, you know. Yeah. So the same situation. You're, you're going to forget things. Things are going to slip. People aren't perfect. It's not a perfect world. Yeah. But that comes back to leadership and, and loyalty. Tying in you guys two things, right? You talk about, you talk about perfection, mm -hmm. right? You talk about setting clear expectations, right? So even when you set some time, when you set clear expectations and you want perfection, it doesn't always work out that way, right? <laughs> Like how do you Especially when you hand it off to somebody else. Yeah. Especially when you hand it off to somebody else. They're putting your name on the line. That's right. Right. So like, let me go here real quick. So yeah, you say, yeah. right, you're pointing thumbs, right? right? Everything comes back to you. That's right. right. And you feel like you've set really clear expectations with someone and they don't do things at the level that, that you, you think, expect them to. Yeah, that you expect them to. Yeah. They expect the expectations were not met. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, that's one of those things that depends on how many times you have to go through that with that person. Mm. And then at a certain point, you're going to have to decide whether that person's a good part of your circle. At a very young age, my dad handed me the keys to the restaurant. I grew up in a family restaurant, and, like, the whole time I'm the owner's kid, right? And uh, people thought my family had money because they owned a restaurant. And I, I don't know. I think they were broke. Like, I, mean, I, think, I, think ultimately, I think ultimately that it wasn't, I mean... <laughs> I was like 19 or 20, and I this thing switched in my head. And I, instead, because when you work in a restaurant, you ever work in a restaurant? McDonald's when I was very okay. young. KFC was my first job. 
So KFC and McDonald's. KFC. Well, I know you worked at a restaurant because that's where we met. That's the one. Right? That's the only restaurant that I worked. Well, it was it? The I, Chop House. Really? Oh my goodness! Yep. I missed that place so bad. <laughs> you get the discount on the steak. Nah, I had the discount on everything. Again, the tax man. Might I can't talk about how good Chop House was. I might have to piss off some of my clients. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Bob. So I was like uh, 19, and I. You know, the whole thing at restaurants is everybody blames the shift before them. They're like, oh, well, yeah. day shift didn't stock this, or they didn't do that, or this is a... So there was this moment, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to do everything. Because I was cooking at the time. Right. I was cooking in the kitchen. I've been there. And I said, I'm just going to I'm just gonna <laughs> do everything. You can't I'm just going to do everything. That must have been when you developed that quote you told me that changed uh, my world. Right? Maybe. I mean, so, th so, th so then, so then it, it was weird because... It, not weird, but I, there was a transition at that moment from me being the owner's son to me being a leader at that right. moment because I wasn't complaining about people and I was taking responsibility for everything that was going on. I'm going to take responsibility first, and if right. I've got to hand it off to somebody, I'll do it later. And I'm still not even 20 years old, and there's 60 employees there. I'm still the owner's son. But um, So moving forward, maybe like three weeks after that, my dad says, I'm going to Florida, and threw me the keys to the restaurant. He said, you're in charge. And that was my transition from the kitchen kicked out of the net, to yeah. management. Yeah. My dad threw me the keys. And uh, so I got thrown into it really quick and really like all of a sudden, I wasn't really that, I wasn't good at it. I wasn't, I had no training. I did. I knew all the systems in the restaurant and I knew what people <laughs> were supposed to do. But there's a difference between knowing what people are supposed to do and getting them to do it, right? Well, that's I mean, like the difference between knowing how to do something and being able to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. You watch a YouTube video and know how to do it. You read the back of a, you know, something to cook, know how to, yeah. you're supposed to do it. But. So I, 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 there was a spot that you could sit in the front of the restaurant and you could see underneath the bus cart. But, and it was like where all the dishes come out, but then there was garbage all over the place. But when people were sitting there to get a carry out, they'd be sitting at this table and they saw all this garbage on the floor. And it was like one of my pet peeves. Right. And as time went on, and I'm telling people, keep this area clean, keep this area clean. I mean, this is a, a turning point in my life because I would like yell at people and I was like an asshole and I would like get into people's shit. Wait a minute, hold on a second. So then I took somebody over and we went and sat on the booth and it was busy, and we went and sat down on that carryout booth, and we looked over there, and the garbage was all over. We could see the garbage on the floor, we could see people going by, garbage falling off of plates and hitting the floor, and it's all over, and you could, you know, all the servers are walking past and slipping on the food. I said, this is why we need to, this is why we need to keep this area clean. I mean, you can see what it looks like. Right. From that point, that was like a turning point of my leadership, right? Because it went from me, like, like, telling people what to do, to like showing them what, why it needed to be done and what needed to be done. So that's what it makes me think about, but that's just way back. I mean, that was just a, there was just a moment there. And then ever after that, it's amazing because that area stayed clean for the rest of my career in the restaurant, in my dad's restaurant. That area was always clean from that point forward because I think that other people carried that on because they understood it, right? Right. Yeah. And that's what I think. I that's know. awesome. Because you think about it like, what it, what it makes me think about it, like, you know, you hear companies go and go as far as the leader goes, right? And then what it makes me think about is my wife and I were having a conversation the other day about our kids. Mm -hmm. And we're, you know, with your kids, especially when they're young, you just want them to go do. 
Like, just do what I say to go do. If I say, you know, <laughs> because like, I said right. so mentally. Because I said so, no, just go right. do it, right? right? And we say, just go, why, that, why? Just go do it. Try that with talking real about, stages. And we're talking, we're talking about our five-year-old <laughs> Try that kid. with the construction guy. Yeah, a painter. Exactly. A painter. Bear, bear with me, Wentz. Anybody. Bear with me, Wentz. This is where we're going. I'm, I'm waiting. Bear with me. I, I got my coffee cup up here in front of my face. I'm excited. We got to come back. You got to tell the bear story. Mm. You got to tell the bear story. I don't know. We can go right here. Okay. Ahead. But to shorten it, you know, and we're talking and we're like, wow. We tell our son to go do something. He's very strong-willed. And we say, go do this. And he's like, why? And this time we just sit down and we give him the reasoning behind it. Mm -hmm. And we're talking to my wife afterwards and I'm just like, can you believe it? They have their own, like, whole little lives. Yeah. So think about it that way. So when you're thinking about it that way, everybody that we're leading... Everybody that we're leading, they have their own lives. They have yep. their own goals. They have their own things that they want to accomplish. They do. So it's like having the empathy and the understanding to know that they're real. They're people too. Right. And not just well. They're not just you. pieces to my puzzle. Right. Helping them get what they want. Well, I, man, that's big. There's something you kind of touched on. I, I think of it in a different way, and I really don't think about it much. Because I feel I, I don't I don't guess I don't it's not that I don't think about it it's that I don't talk about it probably but when you do what I do and you you affect as many people mm -hmm. and there's you know we I'm a money pump basically and an information pump mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah so people How many come people send you Venmo's. Nobody now, because exactly. I got away from that shit. Yeah. I mean, when people send you money? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, but not very often. Not, I mean, DJ tried to send me some money, and I don't even know what to do. I send Venmo's 15 times a day, and I don't know how to receive them. <laughs> Go ahead, though. Sorry. But uh, to you affect a lot of people's lives, mm -hmm. and it's something that, that I didn't anticipate even dealing with or thinking about or, you know, because when you start this, you're about you. You're about your idea, your business, pushing that forward. The whole dream, the what you describe to people, whenever they tell you, you can't do that alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but when, so when you start it, you're thinking about that. But I think uh, when it actually happens, when it manifests, you know, when what you've got on that board in your mind, that, that, whole thing with all these people comes together and it starts working like a machine and then it starts affecting people's lives in a positive way yeah and it's one of the most humbling feelings mm. that you could ever have mm. as a human being I think is to watch somebody else's life be better because you chased something that was one of your dreams and it was so big that it pushed into other people's lives. And now it allows, it, it, it's helping them also advance their life. Yes. And that's an amazing feeling as a leader, I think. And that's a probably a good spot, Lori, to head that off. How many do we have on there? At one time, 17, and it would go down, it would come up, and... Yeah. So it was moving along. That's not bad. Really? That was fire. Oh, wow. That was good. We've oh, got to we close, close it out. Oh, yeah. we got to close it out. I know, but I'm just to pump that into you guys, Yeah. that was excellent. That's good.
Yeah, and I think what we'll do is we'll just go back to the live and put a comment or head it and say something about it can be watched on, you know, link put a link to. Oh the, yeah, we'll link there. Mm -hmm. We'll YouTube link there. Page. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. That's where you want to link to, right? Yeah, the YouTube, YouTube page. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, that was good. So now what? Keep that up. But no, no, I'm serious about that. Whenever I was, I mean, that's, you know, now that we're not on live, you can talk a little bit more in depth about that, and you can edit some of this stuff out if it makes us look bad. It's surreal. Yeah. You know, Ron's building a house. Who? Ron, my lead. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Renting a house in destitute, man. I mean, it, I mean, it's not destitute, but getting by. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Watching his grandkids be being born, you know, helping his daughter out. If yeah, it's okay, how, how, like, how old is that? How old is that? How old is Ron? Mm -hmm. he's, he's no, he's uh, early 40s, late 30s. I don't know exactly. Grandkids? Yeah. I'm 50 and I got five, man. So I hate the player. Okay. I'm 45 and I'm out of this shit. At 53, I'm headed to Florida, dude. My parents are. Like, you know what I mean? I got three years and I'm out. I'm gone. You know, I can't help years. it. Yeah, three more years. My my boy's 18. Eli. Yeah, Eli's 18. Three more years. So you talk about that three more years, you're going to be down in Florida. Right? Like, we can't well, have this conversation without, without you being that. That's the point. We all just have to come up to Florida. It's down. And, yeah, we, you know. Lake Cumberland in Kentucky ain't the only place in the world to do real estate. Yeah. <laughs> man, we can win anywhere. Lake it ain't got to be. Let's talk about Lake Cumberland. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about your boat. Mm -hmm. What about uh, it? No, man. go ahead. No, it's fine. I'm good with it. I'm healed. I got to see you in your prime, man. I got to see the boat skipping off the water. Yeah. No I'm more? Like, why do people take these fast boats? I got it. I, I mean, I, I told it. Why do these you people take right? these fast boats in the middle when there's logs all over the water? What are they doing? Just Racing across the lake, they're not. You can't. Even, you're going so fast, you can't dodge logs. That's how fast they're going. Giant. Can't giant, dodge logs. Giant balls, man. Yeah. <laughs> giant balls. That's how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> bouncing off the water. I know y'all made this shit out. We're not going to. Not <laughs> this. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can use that. I don't care. That's really good. Like I even sign off on it. I do want to know though. Like, what's a you know. What's the drive? We talked about a few things. Like I think I, I was, what's the drive on the boating thing? Or are you going somewhere else? I was going back to leadership, man, because I really want to know. You deal with a lot of people. Like, yeah. What are some big What are some challenges that, like, now you're, like you said, you're obviously in a different place now than what you, than where you were. Yeah. Like, as you've been building, how long you've been on the journey of, of IDC? Uh, since my divorce, I would I would say, if I was going to be fair to to the the progress and the and the process that got me here. So, you know, now. 12 years, you know, I was, I'm three times better if you look at my financing, finances, not to get into numbers and stuff like that, but before my divorce, that was, that was probably my divorce and the years directly after that was the worst part of my life, mm. you know, if looking back on it, I can't imagine my life will ever be that bad again. Were you, did you have, were you, um, were you in the same, were you, were you in the position of, were you doing the construction thing then? Were you like, yeah. oh, with it? Did you have a team? No, no, no team. It's just, yeah, it was that, at that point, I, it was yeah, just the you. The team was I. The team was I. So yeah. as you, like, at, over time, as you progress, and you now you are, have multiple projects going on, like, what are some of the challenges that you're like, man, I could have easily avoided that one? Right. 
I could have easily the challenge I think the biggest challenge change in me is from a leadership point, and I got to watch myself here because I still got a, a fuse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There is there is point of which I know I know my buttons, and you know, and I only say this because you know people press them on the regular sometimes. <laughs> but but you, uh, I think I'm much more open to people that I delegate things to failing. Mm. I, I think I'm much, I'm much better at forgiving because the person that is doing the task can get better at doing the task, but you generally can't get somebody that may be good at that task to get better at being a human being. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that makes sense. People are who they are. People are who they are. And if they're good people, they can learn. That was another conversation we had when we first when we first talking. I said, "What type of people are you?" It's about the people. What type of people you? Who are you trying to hire? Because you were talking about hiring people. Oh yeah, I remember another conversation. Now that you said, he said, he said, "Well, one of your biggest one of your biggest tips too. They've got to have a car. They've got to have their own tools. They've got to have. I had a whole long list." And then I worked Ronnie uh, drove I said, a scooter I, for how many years? I said, I said, Ronnie drove a scooter. I said, man, you'll be lucky if they show up, <laughs> and even better if they show up on time. Right. Yeah. Like expecting them to have a car, a bag of tools, and a great attitude, and on time with a, you know, they got it all together. Actually, yeah. Like, why are they gonna come work why with they you? Why are they gonna come work with me? Yeah. yeah right. Like, like right. it's a, it's about like. Yeah. That sounds like that sounds like, like that's your competition. Yeah. Right. Rather than your employee. Right. Right. So and it's you, like you opened my eyes to that. Yeah. And you know, one of the things you, you want to hire, you want you're what you're looking for. What you said to me, I think I'm, I may be off a little bit on the words, but what, one of the things you said to me was you want to look for developing an emerging town. Emerging town. Yeah, right. Because there's unproven town. That's somebody yes. that's never wanted anything. Right. They, they're, they're green behind, you know, they got wet behind right. their ears, right? Like yeah. they haven't done anything. They might have a great attitude. They might say that they're good at things, right. but they've never accomplished anything. And then emerging town is someone that's been successful at something else. They've been successful at something. Or they've just, been, a, I mean, even, I, I'll be honest with you, man, like a housewife, somebody that's never done anything before in their life. Yeah. That attitude and the integrity that that care person has and carries with them, it, they want to do it. Right. You know what I mean? They gotta want to do it. They yeah. want, gotta want to be what you want them to be. They want to. They gotta want to be good at what they're doing. It's like being being the best at where you're planted at. Because like, man, I mean, you gotta grow to, where you're at. Grow where you're at. Because right. it's like I mean, having that conversation. If you are, you know, do you go off of that one? If you are a stay-at-home mom or housewife or whatever term you want to use for it, go be the absolute best. At it. Absolutely. But I think the other thing, like John Shevlak says. Like, you're not going to make people more productive, Mm-mm. right? Like, you can't think you're going to, like, train people to, like, you, when you, when you said, like, if people mess up, like, like, you can train people to do, you can train people to do a task, but you can't train them to be a better person. You can't train them to be, to want more than they already want. Yes. Like, they have this, they have their, they got to have that desire. They got to have, have that drive. Yeah, that so. piece of it. Like you can show them like a bigger world and what what the possibilities what are, but ultimately you're not going to get someone out of bed in the morning. They're either going to no. get out of bed or they're not. They're going to have a drive to do something. It's more about giving them the tools and the training to be efficient at what you want. Them or to even do. the highway. Yeah. All they got to do is get on and drive. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I do. Right. You know, I just facilitate that yeah. for people that want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, cool. Uh, that's good. I think that's the path. But they gotta want to do it. They, they gotta want to do it. it. And 
not only that, you know, if they're working with me, I, I got to have that integrity. I got to have that loyalty. It, you know, me and Bob's got mad at each other before. We ain't walking on each other. You know what I mean? You work that out. That goes, you know. We do. What's that's, more important? That's really big. You said, like, so two things I want to unpack here. Like, one, you said, like, giving people the power of thought, giving them a leash. Like, it's okay right. to make a mistake. Yeah. Right? Like, because you see a lot, of, a lot of leaders, it's not okay. You make a mistake. And when someone is fearful of making a mistake, then they cannot operate at right. their highest capacity. No, they cannot. It, it's like uh, it's like asking a parachuter to parachute out that plane, but telling you know they're scared to jump. Yeah, you know, for fear they're gonna mess up. You gotta, you gotta kick their kick, 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 kick ass. Give them a little, <laughs> give them a little boost, man. You know, and that's part of being a leader. That's a, it that's is. A, that was that's a really really big one. It's like it giving is. people the power of thought, like, hey, you can own this task, and, and it's okay to make yes. mistakes because that's right. the only way we're gonna really learn and grow together. That's and when they do mess up, having the, having the not having it, and you're gonna know as a leader too, when people screw up. Uh, not to get specific, but <laughs> you know what I mean. When people screw up, do they want, like, like are reaction, they feeling it? Are they, they feeling it? Or they assume responsibility for it? Not only that, but do they feel the pressure from it? Yeah. Like they know it's costing you money. Yeah. They know it. Can they feel that? Are they feeling it like you're feeling it? Yeah. They're you know not, what I mean? They're not. Well, some are, and those are the people you want. Yeah, right. when they When you know that, they, when they know, you don't have to tell them. Let me move yeah. uh, when you When you don't have to tell them. Like, I got guys that, that screw up. I don't feel the need to tell them and get on their, their butt because I know them well enough to know they're already on their own. They're stressed over mm -hmm. it, trying to, you know, That's what they're, they're digging. Yeah, they're digging. They're trying to, you know, get to the other side of that mistake. And uh, so, when you've got really good people, there, I don't feel the need so much to be the principal. Speaking of that, DJ, I mean, you haven't talked at all. Man, I like. So I've been, I've been walking. Like I've been walking. He's a damn good reporter. I, I, <laughs> One of the best. It's one of the best question askers. He's, he's like he gets he gets people talking better than anybody I've ever seen. That's good. Though. Can so, I ask one more though? Yeah, one more. One more. One more. One more. One more. Was the conflict resolution? Because I don't want to lose it. Is the conflict resolution? Because as you're leading people, there's going to be times where they don't like they don't meet expectations. Yeah, I think it's. I think you got to be. You know, whenever you're in your circle, you got to your circle's got to understand that sometimes y'all might scream and holler, holler at each other, and then you just step away for a few minutes. Yeah. You know, it's not the end of the marriage. It's just a fight. That right there, because like what kind of you know what I mean? Like in a relationship, like you even it's not a marriage. It's not a marriage, but it's a marriage. It is a marriage. It's, relationships are relationships, and when you yes, have, when you're are. dealing with people, and it's a like you're gonna have comp, you're gonna have disagreements. Not I'm, loyal a, a, I'm loyal to a fault. You know what I mean? As a person, mm -hmm. so I, I kind of expect that from people. Not entirely, because I'm probably more so than than most people are. So you, you don't want to set your expectations too high, you know, because then. All of a sudden, you're putting yourself in a position where that you are allowed to screw up pretty bad and still get forgiveness. You know, because you don't want to go around with that mentality. You know, we're not seeking perfection, but we are seeking good. You know what I mean? It's like at, wow, at like, minimum. Like, and I know, like we've had agents, and like we deal with a lot of agents, a lot of agents, and like when you have that, you know, there's times where 
things don't align, whether it's an agent on another side of a deal or whether it's an agent that we that works with us in, or that's a partner in our office. Yeah. Like you had to deal with a lot. When you like just give some insight on that, like when you've had to go through the situations with. I usually wait for a telemarketer to call me. And then I take it out on them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You want a funny story? <laughs> funny story segue, man. My dad, he's telling these, uh, these telemarketers used to call the house all the time. It's landline age, right? So the telemarketers, they call, man. Dad get them on the phone. They start acting really interested. In what they, like, they go on for 30 minutes, you know. Oh, we're up, man. That sounds great. Dad be on the phone. I hear him in there. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, just to clarify, my, my parents never took a dime of any kind of welfare assistance or anything like that. But they, but he'd let them go through their whole spiel and they get, all right, well, we'll get you set up, blah, 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 blah. He's like, all right, y'all take food stamps? Bing! Dial tongue. Yeah. <laughs> every time, every time. They never even call back. Like that was dad's way. Mom would be over, don't you know? Blah, blah, blah. I want think there's now. times when those emotional, like, as a leader, like, like, you know, and some people call it screaming. I call it speaking with emotion. Speaking with tongue. Passion. I speak I right here. Passion. <laughs> when they say that my response to somebody that says, why are you yelling at me? I'm like, you just wasted your turn to talk. <laughs> you, I had a chance, and now it's over. Yeah. Right back at it. But, no, I feel like sometimes those things are important. I feel like it's important. And not to say, like, it is, you got to be, you got to have control. You can't be out of control. Yeah. You can't be out of control. But I mean, if there's something that you really care about, and it's just like the communication thing, right? Like, what what are the percentages? You had them written up on the board today. Uh, communication is, uh, communication is 55% body language, 38% tonality, and only 7% of the actual words that we say. Like, for example, I can say, you know, I can say, well, yeah. I can say one thing in one way, and if I raise my voice like this and say it oh, again, yeah. it has a completely different, yes, right. completely different so, 100%. so I feel like sometimes uh, having a normal tone doesn't hold enough weight. Sometimes like, it doesn't. Sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't agree. hold enough weight, and, and not to say that uh, whatever, I mean, but... Well, for example, like you talk, yeah, like, you try to justify screaming at people, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> screaming, maybe. <laughs> but I, I mean, look, when I scream, spit comes out of my mouth, and that's usually yeah, that's, that's what you know. Where when well, when, I, when spit comes out of my mouth, that means I'm screaming. But when I get oh, just like into something, you know, spit comes out of my mouth. Then I'm not yelling. It's like the lesson you talk. It makes me think about a lesson that you said. He's like, you know, when some we had to let him put, we had to let people go before, and they always want to know why. Like right there, like you know, and that's yeah, when they said the an emotional high. Like why, why, why? And it's like I said so. Having the <laughs> I said so. It's like having that like groundedness to be like, I'm okay to have the conversation with you. And if you still want to have this conversation in two weeks, three weeks, however long, yeah, we're yeah, not going to have the conversation yeah, right now. If you let your emotions, if you vote for meeting at an emotional high, I agree. I learned that from uh, LTFG. Yeah, getting ready to fire someone. Google it up. Mm -hmm. Google it up. How do I fire someone? And that's what I learned that from that. You know, like it's like I've never been good at firing people, man. I mean, if 
I like firing people. If you need me to fire someone, I will. I know you got the face for it. Too. Well, I think I think that I think that we. I get nervous to do it myself. I, I don't want to. I don't want to make somebody. I don't want to make somebody feel bad, and I don't want to make right. someone feel like they're not doing the job. But look, at the point you fire somebody, they're not doing. The they job. know. They already know. They got it. And know. everybody on the team knows. Right. And and I've learned more from firing top people in in this company then like you let them hang out mm -hmm. that could that is like poison it's it like is poison. it's yeah. like poison because even if you think that everybody respects them you find out real quick what what the, no it, you're it, not the only one that feels that it's way it's not that what what ends up happening is the team loses respect for you because you're not taking the best interest in the team right by not cutting the fat right you know mm -hmm. so yeah, it's a big one it is it's tough sometimes too man you you know all these people like i said you impact your life when you when you get to a certain level of impact and, and you're starting to affect people's lives. That can go both ways. So I mean, it's it's heavy. Like the when you start thinking about it. Sounds like the consensus is, is that leadership is a it's an ongoing process all the time, and it's not easy. It's an honor and a burden, is what it is. My newest. I don't know which one it is. My more newest of, version of it is just me. Like, I feel like that's the part that I was missing all this time. And say, oh. Well, you've got to you've got to be a good leader. You have to be a good example, right? So I've always internalized that as well. I need to get on the phones. I need to convert leads. No, that's I not necessarily to, true. Right, right, right. Yeah. I need to I need to do the job that I'm expecting everyone else to do. And it's just been over the past well, it was two year two years and a couple months, February of 2020, that video clip I showed you. Mm-hmm. It was, that was a moment in the sand that's, that's been amplified because that's where my mind opened to it. You know, like that's where my mind opened to the fact that I needed to concentrate on myself and I needed to concentrate on what you're good at. Be, personal no, development. No, 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 personal development. Personal like, development like, is like, the way. Like what I'm saying is, is instead of like, instead of me like micromanaging things, but there are a few things I still micromanage and I'm not, it's really hard. Well, I mean, it's hard not but like, to. But like instead of that, just being an example to everyone I'm around with my health and with my uh, with my learning and with getting better every day. Like I can't say, DJ, read this book. That's a book. Read the book. Right. Like I have to read the book and I have to that 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 what I learned from that book has to has to like radiate from my being for him to be interested in the book. You know, like, right. it, it can't be like you can't tell people. You can't say do this, this, and this. It's like you have to do it, and you have to be that person for them to, to. And I've, I, I think as a leader over the past couple of years, since that moment, that clip, that video, I'm going to show it to you in a minute. Mm -hmm. Since that video clip, I've made more. Uh, I've had more growth as a leader than the whole other 30, 43 years of my life. And I've been in, I've been a leader my whole life. I told you I started. I got thrown the keys at 19 years old, 20 years old, Same. and I was running. I had 60 employees, 60 employees that thought I was a punk kid, right. right? That I had to I had to I had to get them to wear deodorant and wash their <laughs> shirt before they come to work. And they, you know, I mean, they think I'm a spoiled rich kid, right? right. Like it was not an easy job, but from that point <laughs> to this point, 
past two years just just flipping it around and not like expecting things from other people but expecting like holding myself to a different standard and leading myself it's like continually because it's always like, personal it's like yeah like because you always like trying to like lead other people how do you lead other people if you don't pay attention to yourself and what you're doing as a person it's like res the difference between responsibility and concern I can be res like I can be concerned about your growth and I can be concerned about your development but that's not my responsibility right. I agree but it's my responsibility to make sure my personal responsibility is to make sure that I'm growing every single day as a leader yeah. Amen. That's that right. I'm growing every single day that's the difference between like responsibility there's things that we're responsible for and there's things that we're concerned about and something that you cannot be responsible for someone else's commitment to their growth. So you absolutely can. It's all in them. I think we just close right there, man. That's it. Yeah, I'm good. I love that. Good, guys. I love I that. It, Wait, hold I mean, but hold on. Wait, nobody asks you any questions. It's too late now, man. It's we too got, late. We're at the time. <laughs> we're at time, baby. <laughs> this was a great conversation, y'all. It was. It was a really great conversation. Like, Wentz, great, greatly appreciate your Anytime. time and your insight and your vulnerability to share. Bob, same to you. Like, leading front lines all the time. Like, you guys are both greatly appreciated, and I appreciate the time that we were able to spend together today. Guys. Next time we'll talk about being a Facebook troll. Yeah, Facebook troll and uh, <laughs> I'm going on not you and going on associate with I'm and going on a bear hunt. Going on, going a, bear. on oh, a bear. Tell bear story is so late now. It's too late. Next time <laughs> we got some got some bait for next time. Yeah. All right, guys. See ya.